Erica and Nida, Mayor, Women's Learning Division of Adasha Shurin. Sunday morning, Parsha's bow. We are going to continue what we discussed last week. A little bit of a brief introduction, and then I would like to mention three Gemaras to you. Introduction goes like this. Last week we mentioned a Masil Shasharim. Masil Shasharim, I know you remember, all of you have minds like sealed traps, nothing escapes from He says, Masil Shasharim says in Perkhov Beis, on a mission in Perkhov, it's Omar Yechanan, Ben Zakai. In Lamanat the Torah, Hari, I'll talk to you last week, you learned a lot of Torah, don't become haughty. Kachnatzart. That was last week's Sheila, Kachmanzart. Vasilsi Sharam says an unusual, unusual, it's unusual. Vasilsi Sharam says an insight into this Mishnah, which is not the way people were in Pashup Shah. Pashup Shah is, so they just said, if you look a lot of Torah, don't become a Bulgai because that's what you got to do. He says that a person should know Torah, Gevura, and Ashiras was given to a person to shear. To shear. Don't keep it for yourself. That's what we said last week. We spoke about Moshe Rabbeinu's Av of the Klag Yisrael. And that's really what we spoke about yesterday morning. Also, the other, how far Moshe Rabbeinu's dedication to the Klag Yisrael went. And last Sunday morning, we spoke about what the Vasil Shisharim is saying. And we also said, Yo, Sleet Shlita. As on that the Pshat in the Mishnah in the Vasil Shisharim is, that if a person has money, he should view himself as nothing more than a gabai. Remember this last week? We said, you're a gabai. Remember we said this last week? Were you here last week? No, unfortunately not. You were. We said this last week, right? That if a person has money, should view himself as nothing more than a gabai. You're a gabai. I'd like to read you a quick story. Only Yushalmi can do this. Yushalmi goes into a Manhattan office. Man, obviously wealthy, very impressive office, people running around. And on the office door it says, I think I told you this story recently, maybe. Office door it says, the boss. He was the boss. So only you shall can do this. He walks in and he says, before he asks him for anything, he says to him, um, what do you mean? You're not the boss. You're a heartbeat away from a trip to the next world. Hashem is the boss. What kind of boss are you? I'm in charge of the company. That's what I wrote. What should it say? He said, you're not the boss. You're the manager. Remember the story? Right? Guy came with a gun. The husband of a woman who was fired. Where's the boss? And he walked in and he saw it said manager on the... They took a piece of cardboard, wrote the word manager, and taped it to the door. And he said the boss, he was so nervous, he pointed upstairs, and the guy ran up to fly the stairs, he got locked onto the roof, and the cops came and arrested him. Only Yashami can say it. Yashami, he comes in and tells God, some guy in Manhattan, there's some... Uh, Rich dude, as they would say. It's a kind of You're not the boss. Okay. That's the other book, right? All for the boss. All for the boss. Okay. Now I'm going to say over three Gemaras. Some of these Gemaras are difficult. Difficult. Some of them are painful. I'd like to share them and see if we can put them together. These statements all come from Rabbi Yechon. The great Amira by the name of Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan had ten sons. You aware of this tragic story? Ten sons. He buried all of them, Bachayev. The 
all died in his lifetime. Amar Rabbi Yechanan. And when Rabbi Yechanan would go to be Menachem Oval people, he would pull out of his pocket, very, very difficult. He pull out of his pocket a little bone or a little tooth. And he would say, this is the bone or the tooth of my tenth son. Why did he do this? And his tenth son's Levaya, that's what he did. Why did he do this? Because he was thinking about other people. He was thinking about how he could use this tremendously challenging, difficult, painful time. And he was thinking about others. It's an absolute pella. It's a pella. It's a pella mamish. That's what Rehachan did. something like that. First you could think to do something like that. Now there's another Gemara here. It's a very difficult Gemara. Let's give one Hagdama to the Gemara. Rabbi Yechanan had a Harusa. His name was Rishlakish. Rishlakish happened to be his brother-in-law. When Rabbi Yechanan said a halacha in Shia, his brother-in-law Rishlakish would bring 24 proofs that he was wrong. And there will be a fight, a colossal fight of Machanta Shel And more Torah will be generated and created because Rabbi Yechonah would say something, Rishlakish would argue, and then they'd work out the 24 proofs. Rishlakish died. Rishlakish died. Rabbi Yechonah was inconsolable. Inconsolable to the extent that they doubted that he should die. He couldn't live. He couldn't function. Heichan Baalakish, Heichan Baalakish. So they brought him somebody else to see if he can help. They brought him another Harusa. He would say something, and the Harusa brought 24 riots that he was right. He said, I can't learn this way. I know I'm right. I don't need 24 riots that I'm right. Pelamash. Zokhar, I heard this from a mother Weinberg's at Sal Rashiva in Montreal, who said later on he saw the Rebel Apian said the same thing. This is the same Rabbi Heichanon whose ten son died and he had enough control to think about other people at such a time. It's a pill. Without Torah, impossible. Okay, so we got this this great man, the greatest of greats. The greatest of greats. The Gemara describes what Rebekah did. Habirogyam it's a very unusual word. Rogya. Common. would go and he would sit ashare de tefillah by the mikvah. Omak, When the women come out of the mikvah, they should stare at me. Rabbi was an extremely handsome person. Rashi says, Adam Yofa 
extremely handsome person. And so, so what did he want? The women will stare at him and what? And they will have beautiful children, Kawasi, like me. Some some type of physical I don't even know what the right word for it is. Some type of physical concept that when a person sees an image before they are about to become pregnant, it can have a very powerful effect. The Gemara says a terrible Gemara. Terrible Gemara because, I mean, the circumstances. The Gemara says that when the Romans, Yemakshuram Bezikram, captured the children of Eretz Yisrael and took them to Rome, they would tie them to their bedposts while they were together with their spouses, with their wives, because the Jewish children were known to be very handsome and very beautiful, and they thought they would have an effect, they would have beautiful children. Yeah. It says, it says Rogel, so I have a question. Can you please explain to me why Rabbi Echanan did this? It says he did it because the children should look beautiful. The Marshal says, we'll talk about the Marshal in a minute. What do you mean look, she should look beautiful? What, 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 what's. Rabbi Echanan also do. Go stay in the Shalom. You're the master of the dog, you're the girl of the dog, you're the Paisik of the dog, you're the leader of the dog. What are you doing here? I thought of this Kiddush I'm about to tell you right now in the airport, Thursday night, coming back to Chicago. I learned this Gemara, and I said, maybe. Maybe the Peshat in this Gemara is like this. Rabbi had lost his children. He lost all his sons. The child if he had daughters or not. The child it seems like he did have daughters. But many people hold he had no more sons. I'd like to say the following. Rabbi Yechanan was concerned for the future of Klal Yisrael. He knew that his progeny would be able to help the future of Klal Yisrael, but Hashem took them all away. They died. He wanted to help Klal Yisrael. Is it possible to say that the way he wanted to help Klal Yisrael was he'll sit by the mikvah and the women will then have children which will be doymed to him? Very unusual, Gemara. Very unusual, Gemara. I told you, it's so unusual, it's hard to understand. It's hard to understand. But I'm making a suggestion. It's a Kiddush. That perhaps, that's what Rabbi Yechenim was doing. It's a pill. Rabbi Yechanan gave up time from his diary to go sit by the mikvah and do something unusual so that he'll be able to help Kali Yeshua. That's Tafchov. That is the third number. Now you may not appreciate this, but there's a song that Yeshiva Bachram sing. We'd rather sing it in the show sometimes also in simplest Torah. Ashrei Misha Malavatayra. Ashrei, you ever heard this song? Ashrei Misha Malavatayra, right? Ashrei Misha Malavatayra. 
That's the song. I like songs that have few words. I like those songs. I can't teach a couple of words. Ashay Misha Malavatayra. Happy is the man who is Amalvatayra. So for the first time, I'm learning this Gemara, and I say to myself, this is the way a Yeshiva Bacha sings this song. Ashay Misha Malavatayra. Happy is the person who engages in Taira, who works in Taira, who toils in Taira. And I thought that through the learning of Taira, he creates a Nachas Ruach Is that what you thought? I think that's what most people thought. And I realized I'm learning the Gemara. Listen to the Gemara. Rabbi Yechanan, Kabi Messiah Sifra Diyov. Rabbi Yechanan would finish Sifra Diyov. Now, it's Masha from the Gemara that this was a constant happening in his life. When he would finish, this, not when he finished. It says, Kiyabi Messiah, when he would finish. It does not say that he makes a nachas ruach. He did make a nachas ruach. It says and he makes a nachas ruach What does the and mean? And usually means a separate entity. I would like to therefore propose. You very I'd like to propose a Kiddush and Pshat. Ashrei Misha Malavatayra, happy is the person. Ashrei Misha Golavatayra, Ashrei Misha Golavatayra, Liamalavatayra. Happy is the person who has a chance to be Godal Batayra, to grow in Tayra, to work in Tayra. And the Mishnah Burit brings down in Simon Lamid Tess. No, excuse me. That's not love test. Simon on Birchas It's Mem Zion, I believe. Mem Zion is going good. Every day, a parent should daven for his children that they should be Sadiqim, Bali me this toy voice, but one day, Sarasechalishmo. Every day. I have a question for you. You daven that your child should be a Sadiq. They should be Sadiqim. Vali Midas Tobos. What, what do you need that for? Isn't every tzaddik a Balmidas Tobos? It's coach. Isn't that true? A tzaddik is a Balmidas Tobos? What do you want to say? Nobody's answering me. Is it possible to be a tzaddik and not be a Balmidas Tobos? It doesn't sound like one would go without the other. Doesn't sound like one would go without the other. So what are you saying then? What are you making a bracha away? You should be at tzaddik. What do you think? You should be at tzaddik and about me this type. You don't have to say extra words. I mean, this is not a dinner where you're saying a bunch of uh, you know accolades and coming up with another bunch of. I think it takes work to be a balmidas tovos. Well, does, excuse me. Does it take work to be a tzaddik? Yes. Okay, so if you're a tzaddik, you're about me this type. That's the question. And what's the answer to the question? Is it possible to wait fill in all day and, and go to the mikvah 20 times a day and the uh, and, 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 and say till him all day? 
And when somebody asks you for a favor, you say no. Is it possible to do it? Is it possible to do it? Of course it's possible. So if a person is a tzaddik, by doing the maizam of tzaddikim, or the maizam of tzidkis, does that necessarily mean he's a balmidist tzaddik? The answer is no. That's, that's what the Ritziv says, and it's like, no, to chumish bereshis. That's what we say, tzaddikim and balmidist tzaddikim, and lenders or sechalishma. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering, if we can put everything together, When he was a Sayyim Sefer Eov, he would say, It's not enough. What else do you do with the Nachas Ruach Liyot? I would like to say, Rabbi Yechelen means to say that you can learn Tyre, you can be Golub Tyre, Nobub Tyre, Mayredik. Are you sharing your Tyre with anybody? As we began with the Mesilch Yisharim. Are you being Oysen Achas Ruach Yitzroy? Rabbi Yechanan's ten son died. Who in the world can imagine the pain? Nobody wants to imagine the pain. And he bent down to pick up a bone. Oysen Achas Ruach Yitzroy. He's thinking about other people in Klaish because that's our job. And maybe that's what it means. When he finished Sefer Eo. He went through him. I don't know. I can't tell you the order. But he went through Misa of Asara Bada. Maybe this Gemara is after that. And he was learning Eov to give me inspiration. Or maybe it was after his son died. He learned Eov. I don't know what he was learning Eov. Doesn't say. He was learning Eov. And learning Eov, he came up and he said, He said many other things here as well. But he said, it's wonderful to learn Torah. It's gevaldik learn Torah. It's samotayik and eged kula. But what are you doing? Are you creating an achasruach liyitzray? What a scary thing. Rabbi Kuhn, does it work in the opposite way? That if you're following Midos, those who still also have to inculcate Torah into your life? Oh. But you can tell to conservative people, you know, but I'm good at heart and I do good things, you know. Um, that's a lot of times that's their um, mantra, and that's how they feel they're Jewish. Uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what do you want to say? Say it again. What are you thinking? They're what? So, one can't go without the other. One can't go without the other, and therefore, what can't go without the other? Me to tell us what? Just want to see one thing before I answer your question. No, you would like to say, is it possible a person does bow me to slaves? Is that enough without learning Torah? Is that what you're asking me a question? Yes, yes, yes. Is that what you're asking? Well, it's, it's kind of like it works in, in the converse. Now what? That a Bali Nidos Tobel should also be someone who's also a Torah. Absolutely. And one can't go without the other. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. That's good. Okay. Two components. Our sources were in all the moment. Where are they? Torah, 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 Torah,
person cannot learn Torah and not do Maishim Tev. Now, it could be a person doesn't have to run around looking for Maishim Tev. But if Maishim Tev will come, then he has a big issue. That's a very big issue. I apologize. It's a very big issue. It's a very serious issue. What's a person going to do with that? It's a very serious issue. Now, there's another Gemara. This is the Gemara we discussed earlier also, but this Gemara is not by Rabbi Yechon. The Gemara says, Somebody learns Torah and does Gemilas Chesed and Davins with Tzibor. That person saves me and saves Klal Yeshu. I don't want to go there for the moment. I want to stick to where we're going with Rabbi Yechonon for a moment. Rabbi Yechonon, the great Rabbi Yechonon said, listen, learning Torah, Ashi Misha Malo Torah. Ashi Misha Gadol Torah. But don't forget, you got to do an Achaz Ruch Yechonon epitomized that by pulling up a bone from his tenth son. Incredible. And then maybe he epitomized it by using some of his precious seconds of his life to sit by the mikvah. Because he wanted to have an effect in a positive manner on the future progeny of Klai which is like a double I once told you a story. After I read this story, I decided I must see this man. And Baruch Hashem, I'm so happy and thankful that I made the decision to see him. The Bluzh of a Rebbe. You remember the story of the Bluzh of a Rebbe? Bluzh of a Rebbe lost his entire family in the Holocaust. He got remarried, but never had any children. The Blizzard Rebbe was once approached by a Chosid after the war. In America already. This Chosid had got married, this Chosid had children. And the Chosid was telling the Rebbe, a Nachas report on his children. How they're doing in school. The Baldic, he was very excited. He didn't chop himself. He chopped himself. He said to the Rebbe, I'm sorry. He said, why are you sorry? He said, I'm discussing my children. The Rebbe lost his children. What did the Rebbe say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rebbe said, You understand that? Everybody understand that? What is that person doing? What is that person doing? What's the answer? Tell me, what's that person doing? What was the Blizzard Rebbe doing? What was he saying? He was caring about all Kalisrael. What? He was caring about all Kalisrael. He was part of. He was part of them, and they were part of him. If I could use your words and say a little differently, he was demonstrating the fact that he lived for Kalisrael. He was demonstrating the fact that he lived for Kalisrael. He was demonstrating the fact 
Ashrei Misha Golo Batoira, Ashrei Misha Omar Toira, Vioisa Nachas Ruach Leoitzroi. He pulled out the tenth bone, the bone of the tenth son. He went to the Shari Tvila. And that's Rabbi Yechonon's understanding now. At least I would like to say this. That's the Pshat in the Mesosh Yishorim that we began with. We have money. Hashem bless you with money. It's not your money. You're a Gabbai Tzedakah. Hashem gave you Gvura. It's not your Gvura. You're here to protect Klai Yishor with your Gvura. Hashem gave you Torah. It's yours to shear. To shear it. It's a pellet. It's not a pellet. It's a pellet. It's yours to shear. It's almost incomprehensible. Yes. Mr. Schreiber would like to say something. And we know she wants to say something. Well, I think that we can extrapolate that in, in, in an effect, if possible, because you think that Hashem gives everybody talents, special talents in their life, and that everybody is unique and different than Hashem. And they are. Everybody's unique and everybody's different. And everybody has their own mixture of talents, correct. It's our responsibility to share that, those talents with the rest of the world. That's, that's absolutely correct. No question. You want to say the sermon? And I'm saying, I'm wondering. I'm wondering. I'm not saying anything more than wondering. Who am I to say anything? I'm wondering if you put these three Gemaras together. That's what Rabbi Echelon was doing. That's what Rabbi Echelon was doing. I don't know. I, I want to add something. If you don't mind. Somebody wanted to say shot in these three Gemaras. I, I was discussing with somebody. So we wanted to say that maybe the Pshat is that Rabbi Yechon couldn't live without Rish Lakish because the Torah is what gave him the ability to keep it together after his ten sons died. And after Rish Lakish died and he no longer had that Torah, he couldn't survive. He couldn't survive. I don't know. I want to uh, uh, I once heard somebody say he went to Chippewa Vedo in a short period of time. Within a few months he sat Shiva three times. And he said without the Torah he would have gone insane. It was about salvation for Boston. His wife died, his mother died, and his brother died. He would have gone insane. I don't know if that's also the shot here. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Rabbi Yechon and Yastaiti demonstrated, not only in the first Gemara, where it's clear he demonstrated he cared about Klai Yeshua, to pull out a bone or a tooth so he could be Menachem people. It's, 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 it's incompetence. That might drag incompetence. And then maybe Yishak Parashari Tfilah because he cared about the future of Kalashir. Maybe that's what he was doing there. And then, and then, he sums it all up by saying, Learning Taira is Gewaldik! But it has to be Oysenachas Ruach the Yetzir. It has to be Oysenachas Ruach the Yetzir. It must be that way. 
and he lived it and he showed it. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah, Rabbi Say. We should be able to do the best we can. We should be able to think about Kali Yisrael. We should do for Kali Yisrael. And Hatzlacha Rabbah to everybody. Kol Tov. Kol Tov. Kol Tov.